0: This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast, Barstool Talk Daily, except it's really early in the morning and no booze, for the most part.
1: Thank you, thank you so much. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Well, you'd think we'd uh, be out of the radius of any effect from hurricane, is it a hurricane yet, Laura? Yes, yeah, it? it's a full-on. It's a full-on hurricane. Okay. Hello.
2: Hello. Thank you. Sorry. Um, no, it's a cat. It was a Category Four as okay. of last night. Uh, so it's a very, very extreme hurricane right now, and it's still hitting landfall um, in Lake Charles. Uh, it's on the back end of it right now, but uh, they're saying that the uh, the effects are devastating right now. Uh, but they did say it has been downgraded to a Category Three hurricane, um, but. 140 mile per hour winds. Uh, there's people that were reporting that their roofs got ripped off their houses. Uh, so it's, it's it's pretty devastating impact. I know that the one person that we know that lives in that area, I kind of reached out to him, but I haven't heard back from him yet just to see, like, one, if he was able to get out of there. or Because the thing is, I think a lot of people did kind of what they did with Katrina, where they decided to just shelter in place instead of leaving. So... We don't really know exactly the impact.
1: I was driving into work today, and there were signs on the interstate that said, I-10 closed at Louisiana border. So I guess Thank they wanted goodness, to let you, you know. Thank goodness you were able to get
2: off before yeah, you got there. No kidding. If I'd have missed my, if I'd have missed my, my exit, rip. what would I have done?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's at least 1,000 miles over to the Louisiana
3: border.
2: You and Brandon are like, oh gosh, we gotta gotta find a different route to get over there.
3: <laughs> it's good thing my exit's in a half a mile.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Darn, I missed
1: it. i loop around on the spaghetti bowl. Like,
2: <laughs>
1: I, like, I saw that, and I
3: was like, wait a minute, is there a Louisiana street exit?
2: He's like, it must be by the Dallas or the cotton exit. Yeah,
3: like, that's so weird.
1: I mean, we we've gotten used to having so much road construction going on. It's amazing. Anybody pays attention to those things anymore, but this one really stood out. Um, Yeah. So I 10, I guess you've got to get on some other uh, route once you reach the Louisiana border because of the hurricane.
2: Yeah. They were saying that uh, it, the, some of the flooding that has been seen in the area in Lake Charles has reached I 10. So yeah, it is, they, I mean there's a good reason they're telling you to exit, Buzz. You know, they want they want to make sure you're safe.
1: Yeah. A lot of speakers uh last night, Vice President uh Pence, the second lady Karen Pence, uh spoke. <laughs> Karen. Karen. Coach Lou Holtz, uh former legendary coach of Notre Dame.
2: Is he the one with the list?
1: He's the one who this has like,
2: we well, didn't put their pants on the same way we do when yeah. goes there. Come on, guys. Let's go. Okay. I just I remember yeah. him from the blind side. That's it.
1: Lou Holtz definitely has one of the most recognizable voices, I mm-hmm. guess, in all of sports. So uh, He was there last night. Looks like William Shatner has a blues album that's coming out.
3: I, I know I heard that he was looking to extend his product lines elsewhere, yeah. but his uh, line of women's lingerie did not go well.
1: Okay. How so?
3: Well, the name Shatner Panties didn't work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very good. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I've been waiting for ages for that one. Yeah, I like that one. (laughs) Um, Let's uh, go ahead and go around the room. Everybody uh, tell us what you're working on today. We'll start with entertainment, Joanna. Uh, What do we have coming up in Hollywood news later?
4: Oh, Tom Cruise is performing another death-defying stunt. He's watching a movie in what looks like a packed theater. Yeah,
1: Tom Cruise. You thought that, you know, on top of the world's tallest building was a a (laughs) gutsy stunt. He went to a movie theater.
4: (laughs) It did not look like they were social distancing in there.
1: Was he wearing a mask at least?
3: He
4: was. He wore the mask the entire time. Oh, good.
3: All right. I see him as a guy that wears a mask anyway.
4: Yeah, Yeah, uh right. Sometimes when
3: he's out and about, that's that's
1: just him. Has Tom Cruise ever played a superhero, like in any movie? Um,
4: I think no. No, No. right? He hasn't, has he? No.
3: Unless you consider Ethan Hunt a
1: superhero. Yeah, sort of. Who's that? That's the guy from Mission Impossible.
2: Impossible. Oh, I didn't know he had a name. (laughs) I thought his name was like Mission Impossible or something.
1: (laughs) So you know on Friday, uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music is going to be out Mm -hmm. and it's going to be in some theaters Mm -hmm. but it's also available for you to either rent or or purchase. Mm Mm-hmm and you can rent it for $20 on Fandango you can get it on Amazon for 25 Uh Apple Google Pay Voodoo and this is uh, 29 years since the last Bill and Ted uh, came excited? out. Are you excited? I mean, not so excited that it's like, oh, that's what I'm doing on Friday or even this weekend right. But would you go see it? Or in, would you watch it? In, yeah, sure I guess.
2: Like right now, or would you wait? You're like, oh, I'll wait till that's on Netflix. No rush. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's really uh, no rush, but uh, as as far as I can tell, Fandango is $5 cheaper uh, because it's rental only. Okay. Uh, and the others are, are as a purchase, or you could go see it uh, in theaters. So that is Friday with Bill and Ted, part three.
3: That was always one of the best parts about Halloween Horror Nights is they would do a Bill and Ted show every year. Really? And at first, I was like, okay, that's the first time I saw it was like two thousand five, two thousand six. I can see like, him like, getting like Alex 15, Winter,
1: but getting Keanu Reeves to show up and do that,
3: with you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, so like it's been like fifteen years since those, that's been relevant. I, how can this even be entertaining? And the whole it was hilarious because obviously they brought in other actors to play Bill and Ted, but it was everything from the past year just being spoofed on. It was ah. all of the pop culture things, and it was...
1: With actors playing Bill and Ted that aren't Keanu Reeves and Alex yeah, Winter, though. but it was,
3: um. it was incredibly funny.
1: Let's uh, find out what's happening in sports. There's some big stuff going on in sports, and, uh, I mean, are they talking now like the NBA's not going to finish this season? Yep. Okay. What... Well, there was
3: two teams. It was the Lakers and the Clippers yesterday uh, that apparently voted to... Strike the season, call it good. That's what you know. We don't want to do this because yesterday it all started with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, all of a sudden, the Milwaukee Bucks said we're not playing our game today. We're we're boycotting the game um, because of the shooting of Jacob Blake.
1: Well, and the Brewers on the baseball side did the same thing, but they fo- they kind of followed the lead of the Bucks.
3: Yeah, the Bucks was was the Bucks was the first team, and then the rest of the NBA kind of followed suit. Event because there was were some major league baseball games that were played yesterday. The Brewers did not play. Uh, and even Kenny Smith for Inside the NBA on TNT, he walked off set as well. But there's also a rumor that apparently LeBron James was not happy with the Bucks because he felt he was blindsided by their decision, and he should have been given a heads up.
1: Well, everybody needs to ask themselves in all walks of life, how are my actions going to affect LeBron James? I mean, he is do
3: the anything. king, right? right. Uh, but yeah, it's looking like the NBA, they are they had a meeting yesterday. They're going to have another meeting today. Um, I don't, I don't think that the season is going to be canceled, um, but you never know, and it, we're going to find out later today um, what's going to come out of that meeting. Is, am I because all the games yesterday were canceled?
1: Am I getting this right though that if the Lakers and the Clippers stick to their guns and don't play the rest of the season, they might be locked out of next season?
3: I haven't like, heard. I have not heard that yet. Okay.
1: All right. Well, we'll have it uh, coming up in sports in about oh, an hour.
3: Dan Snyder is the owner of the Washington football team. There's a real oh. sweet story about that guy coming out, too.
1: Well, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Like, Dan Snyder was not initially, uh, you know, when there were sexual harassment claims, none of them were against Dan Snyder, but now some of the people have uh, implicated Dan Snyder, and I guess there was some super cut of the cheerleaders uh calendar photo session that like had behind all the, the scenes like nip stuff. slips and upskirts and all this stuff and that was created you know for the for the, for the executives and the owner right of the washington football team uh lisa news headlines what do we have on the way as far as news goes
2: today? oh where do you want to mm. start there's a lot of stuff um Obviously we just I talked. want
1: to start with the fact that we at toward the end of the show, we were talking about, well, what's going on now? The coronavirus ta- White, Ho- White House Task Force is now oh, saying yeah. you don't need to go get tested unless you have symptoms. Mm-hmm. And that our own mayor a couple weeks ago said everybody needs to get tested. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. should try to get tested. Mm-hmm. It turns out those new directives from the White House Coronavirus uh, Task Force were put into place while... Anthony Fauci was in surgery and out because he was under anesthesia. So they waited until Dr. Fauci was unconscious before they made these changes. And now he's speaking out and saying, "What this concerns me. (laughs) I'm not on board with this. Uh I didn't approve it. And the White House is saying, oh, well, we would have included him, but he was in surgery. As if they didn't intentionally plan it. Like, okay.
3: Let's do it while he's under.
1: (laughs) Fauci's under. uh, He just he just went under, quick, we got to hack fast. we got to pass these new uh, guidelines. So,
4: that is some shady yeah, super, stuff right there.
1: Super shady. Uh, especially when you contrast it to last night at the RNC where speaker after speaker was talking about the president's great leadership during the pandemic and how many lives he saved. And then, you know, as I'm watching uh-huh. that, I'm getting, I'm getting updates on my phone. It's like, oh, Dr. Fauci said that all that was done while he was unconscious in surgery. Classy. Uh, all right, so that's kind of what I th- thought was the most mind-numbing story in in a, a year of just mind-numbing stories. Yeah. What else?
2: Um, gosh, uh, let's go to Wisconsin. Seventeen-year-old uh, from Illinois has been arrested and charged with homicide. It's because of a fatal shooting. It's left two dead during protests. This was on Tuesday night in Kenosha, w- Wisconsin. Uh, there's a lot of different stories going around, but the police chief there is saying that the teen was involved in the use of firearms to resolve whatever conflict was in place. Uh, so- this
1: is, this is uh, Kenosha County Sheriff David Beth, mm-hmm. and he says that he had been approached by a bunch of private citizens who wanted to be deputized so they could shoot rioters, and that he told no. them absolutely not, and that this 17-year-old boy was one of those. Uh, citizens and he said uh, the sheriff there in Kenosha County said that he won't be deputizing private citizens but they came and asked Yeah, and this kid was one of them and he said no
2: yeah there's a there's different videos coming out too you do see one of the shootings that does happen um, where and it's a very confusing scene you can just tell uh, multiple people are armed police are armed uh, people are who are protesters, anti-protesters. It's a really chaotic scene that's happening over in Wisconsin right now, um, and so they, this man, this 17- is there any
1: is there any rule on like shooting somebody if they're about to like loot a store or set something on fire?
2: We did hear about that on I believe it was Monday night. There were some people that were defending a store that did shoot two of the protesters. I, I, I honestly think it has to. It, it's state by state. Some states uh, will allow it. Some states won't allow it. Um, but I, I, it's just, it's a really chaotic scene with what's happening in Wisconsin. I was trying to kind of watch some of the videos last night. Obviously, they're very hard to watch. Uh, but yes, the 17-year-old has been arrested and um, has not been charged
1: for the. So two- the 17-year-old shot shot two people. One of them died and. In- Or maybe he shot three, but only only one died anyway.
2: On video, they have two. But there are reports that he was shooting into protesters earlier before this next shooting, uh, where you do see the protesters chasing him. Uh It looks like they're trying to catch him. He trips and falls. And as the protesters approach, he proceeds to turn around and shoot them. All
1: right. So uh, there's a lot going on in this crazy country of ours, uh, yeah. so there's plenty uh, happening today that we're going to talk about. Um, on the bright side, we're going to talk about America's favorite fast food French fries.
0: Right. So we got
1: that coming up.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: How did Jeff Bezos get divorced and give away, not give away, but his wife got, I don't know, like 35, 40% of his money. And he's still the richest man. No, no, and he's now richer than he was mm-hmm. before the divorce. People are on lockdown, man. Can shop uh, at Amazon. Uh, Amazon stock went up two percent yesterday, making Bezos the first person in the world to be worth two hundred billion dollars, uh, which is ninety billion more than the next richest person, Bill Gates. That bomb has only got 116 million, guys. And according to Forbes, if you adjust for inflation, Bezos' fortune is the largest ever amassed, I guess, in history. He would be even richer if he had not uh, divorced uh, his wife. She got 25% of his stake in Amazon during their divorce, which is now worth $63 So his ex is... One of the richest people in the world, too. I mean, she's up there in that very rare, rarefied strata. Amazon stock is up nearly 80% since the beginning of the year. And you hit the nail on the head, in large part because of consumer habits during quarantine. Amazon makes up about 90% of the Bezos fortune. And you would think it was all of it, but he also owns the Washington, uh, the Washington Post I hear there's a real future in print media, but uh, he has that, the aerospace company, Blue Origin, and other private investments. But all of those other things only make up for, for about 10% of all the wealth he has.
3: Which is still, what, $20 billion?
1: Yeah. Uh, Joanna, you've got to let your mom know Okay. Antonio Banderas is over his COVID-19 <laughs> nightmare.
4: I'm sure if she doesn't already know, I'll let her know.
1: Does she keep up on what's oh, actually yeah, happening with She's Antonio. the one that
4: came to me, Joanna. Did you hear? Mom, what? Mother, I'm just, Antonio Banderas has COVID.
1: Well, he's recovering from it.
4: Mom, well, he's in that category, mom.
1: Also, I don't I don't know if you heard or not, but uh Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo, but he also has done the music uh, for some of your Rugrats. favorite Rugrats and some of your favorite uh, TV shows through the year. He had coronavirus. And I guess, and was he was getting bad. disturbed by that TikTok party too, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, and he was. Uh, there was a TikTok party, uh, but he's recovering. So apparently, a problem came along, and he whipped it. Whipped he whipped it, it good. good
0: it. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
1: podcast. They uh, raided a bunch of the celebrity wines to see who, which celebrity. Uh, came Ooh. in with Is the best. Is Kurt wine. Russell
3: on the list? Cuz he makes Does some- Kurt Russell oh. have a
1: good have a wine? Oh yeah.
2: I think they all have some sort of either wine or liquor company at this point. Or uh, a beer.
1: Wine expert Mark Oldman hosted the first ever virtual celebrity white wine showdown. So this was specific to to your white wines. And he did a taste test with about 400 households. Some of the celebrity wines that were sampled were from Sting, Dave Matthews, Zach Brown, Cameron Diaz, and reality TV star Lisa Vanderpump. And the winner was a tie. Sting's Palagio Roxanne Toscana Bianco
4: 2018. What'd you call me? It's called Roxanne. It's a Roxanne. It's one of
3: those ones where you don't have to
1: put on the red light when you're drinking
3: it.
2: Yeah.
1: And Dave Matthews, the Dreaming Tree Chardonnay 2018, took the top spots. After you drink too much of that one, you just mumble around all the time. Lisa Vanderpump's Vanderpump Chardonnay came in third, followed by Zach Brown's Z. Alexander Brown. Chardonnay, two thousand seventeen, and bringing up the rear was Cameron Diaz's uh, wine, which is Avelline, white blend. Yeah, I'm not sure I buy into the whole thing. Like that, you can really taste the difference that much between a you know a ten dollar bottle of wine and a hundred dollar bottle. of
3: well, that's I know the of the people things, that people
1: into wine will claim that they can. Yeah, but
3: see, that's one of the things that uh, even Maynard James Keenan, who has his own vineyard and winery, set, like he makes those claims where he's like, one person's palate is going to be completely different from somebody else's, and you might like something that's only ten dollars, and this person might like something that's more expensive, and they've even tested. Um, Wine experts on this, and there's been times where they haven't been able to tell which one's the cheap one, which one is the most expensive one. The reason I say Kurt Russell's wine is so good, there was one that we got, and my wife is mainly a sweet wine person, and this one was not specifically a sweet wine, and she loved it. It was was that first kind of transition Mm -hmm. to a drier wine, and she absolutely loved it. So that's how I'm able to tell, okay, for, for us, at least, that was a really good wine.
2: she like a Riesling kind of girl? Moscato? Uh, Moscato? Maybe. Champagne. Yeah. Lambrusco? M-
3: Moscato's a big one, yeah. yeah. Does she like sparkling wine? Eh, not so much.
1: Mm.
0: It's too, too fizzy. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: There was, uh, I was watching on... Well, I was going back and forth uh, the uh, RNC between CNN and Fox News. You know, which really is is kind of like the fair and balance. I know Fox News is fair and balanced, but wouldn't fair and balance be watching watching a little bit from each source? You know.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh. And I can't remember. I think it was both of them. Both Fox and CNN were running uh, ads that were paid for by the Lincoln Project. Lisa, you know the Lincoln Project.
2: That's the one that Kellyanne's husband yeah. used to be for. The
1: Lincoln Project is a conservative uh, interest group that is anti-Trump. anti-Trump right? Trump,
2: they right. are hilarious on Twitter too.
1: <laughs> there was one thing they ran, and it was right after one of the speakers, and I can't remember. It wasn't Pence, it wasn't Kellyanne, but it was one of the other speakers was talking about what a great job uh, Trump had done during COVID, and then this ad by the Lincoln Project came on, and it said. Uh, Donald Trump repeatedly praised the Chinese for their transparency and the job they were doing until he needed someone to blame everything on. And then he started blaming them. I'm like, okay, I actually made a note to mm-hmm. myself. It's like, I, I got to look that up. Is that right? Did Trump initially praised the job China was I doing? I can't
4: remember because all I can think of is how he suddenly was like, China.
1: China. The China flu. I yeah. think he did it first. It started first, in a lab
2: in he, China. He did it first, but I think that was around the same time that everyone else was praising them. But by the way, the Lincoln Project last night, they tweeted out, it's a big one tonight and we're not talking about what Trump's hands look like in his head. We're going to be coming to you live from the RNC. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's in charge of their Twitter, but I'm a big fan. So uh, many of the comments
1: uh, that Politico tracked down were uh, tweeted because... You know, Trump. But there were a lot of these that he had said, like in interviews or in uh, places of speaking. And most of them are January through February. It looks like the end of February is when he decided to quit praising China. But they've got 15 examples of Trump praising China for what a great job they were doing. Uh February 13th on a Fox News interview, Trump said, I think they've handled it professionally and I think they're extremely capable and I think President Xi is extremely capable and I hope that it's going to be resolved.
4: <laughs> then it got here and he was like, what?
1: It's the China flu! They did it
4: on purpose!
1: <laughs> uh February 29th, though, and this is kind of like the last time that, that they have in this article anyway. I wonder when this article came out. Um... But on February 29th, at a coronavirus task force press conference, China seems to be making tremendous progress. Their numbers are way down. I think our relationship with China is very good. We just did a big trade deal, a very big one. We've been working very closely. They've been talking to our people. We've been talking to their people having to do with the virus. So that was one of those things where it's like, all right, well, I got to fact check that myself. (laughs) <laughs> Trump has been, like, for months that it's all China's fault. Did he really praise China numerous times? Uh, uh, apparently, he did.
2: Well, all right. Buzz, I really need you to go to the Lincoln Project after the show and just go through their tweets. It's great. Mm. It's like they have a picture of Leslie Jordan, and it's like this is Eric and Tiffany Trunk. And it's like, Daddy, watch me twirl. Watch me twirl, Daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Should one. I know who Leslie Jordan is?
2: Yes, he's a he's the um, elder gentleman uh, comedian. Oh, oh, he's and the, he's uh, hit, have you ever heard of
4: the phrase "gay for pay" <laughs> from American Horror yes. Story?
1: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah no, yeah okay.
2: He is hilarious on Instagram. He makes the funniest videos. But one of them, he's like, "These are the kids during the pandemic." Daddy, watch me twirl, daddy. Daddy, watch me
4: twirl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's the, it's the real Leslie Jordan. Yeah, oh, okay. Eric
4: and Tiffany Trump. I see it. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Leslie Jordan
2: that's another one you should check out, Leslie Jordan's Instagram. He is killing it right now online. All
1: right, let me hear some of these cheap or frugal. And
2: yeah, I guess
1: they they did. How did they decide? Did they ask a yeah. lot of people or panel of experts? There's or what? a survey that asked people if different
3: ways that we save money is frugal or if it's cheap. All right,
1: so I'm going to ask you. I've been accused of being cheap. I've also been accused of being a spendthrift, which I guess both a things a spendthrift. That means you throw your money away. Oh, okay. I, I think that's what that means. Well, we have,
3: <laughs> I mean, we have been involved in Z-Bay, so. Yeah, oh yeah. No. There is that. But here we go. Here, so here's the first one. Not taking your turn to buy everyone a
1: round of drinks is cheap. what? That's definitely cheap. cheap. If, if, if somebody's like, I got this round, eventually you got a round.
2: Mm-hmm. Cheap.
1: Anything no, other than that yeah. is cheap. Survey said cheap. I agree. Cheap. All right,
3: next one. Buying generic food products like flakes with frosting.
2: Frugal.
1: I agree. Frugal.
2: I'm a big fan of generic.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sometimes there is no difference.
2: Yeah, the really sometimes thing, the, the one
4: generic thing the, is better. I think of yeah. regular
1: unleaded as the generic of gasoline.
5: <laughs> I've been just
1: doing fine you <laughs> know, with the regular unleaded. So. Although
3: there are a few products where going generic, you can definitely tell. One of them I will is not, cream cheese.
1: Another
4: one oh, of, definitely. Ooh. If you, you
1: have to go Philadelphia,
4: there are mm. some things you know you have to get. Those.
1: Yeah. Here's another one: Dr. Pepper. Sorry, Dr. Thunder and Dr. Shasta. It's not happening.
3: We <laughs> still need Poop? to
2: have that.
1: No. All right. Well, uh, the survey agreed
3: buying generic food products is frugal. Nice. Frugal, not cheap. All right. Yeah, nice. frugal, not cheap. Next one, regifting is blank. Ooh. I'm going to say. That's
2: a hard one. Oh, cheap. What are we regifting? <sighs> yeah,
3: it would be. I'm going to say frugal.
2: I'm going to say cheap. Cheap.
3: Lisa and Joanna, survey agrees regifting yeah, yeah. is cheap. I mean, I can't. I could understand, like, if, depending on what it is, like, if somebody gives you a gift that you're never going to use, mm-hmm. that hasn't even been opened, and you mm-hmm. know somebody who would love it, who would it. love that, why would I just let that go to waste but, if I didn't yeah. like it? But or... for me, but for me, it's got, like, I would give that to them, not a, hey, here's your Christmas gift. You know what I mean? That, to right. me, is cheap.
2: I mean, I might, but I'll tell them before. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no, there's
3: you, nothing wrong with that. You wouldn't give them... Wait, what are you saying? I would give it to them, but I'm not gonna like that's not gonna be their Christmas gift. Or
2: their only gift.
3: Yeah, you know what I mean? Why not? Yeah. You gave them something that, that, that belonged seems, to you. That it's, seems cheap. I say frugal. All right. Well. Survey agrees with me. It
2: says cheap. Got it, guys. For Christmas, we're gonna buy we're not gonna buy Buzz anything. We're gonna re-gift, re-gift him stuff. something uh, from inside of our house. Oh my god. Oh, i love like Lisa. Something.
3: Or Lisa could regift him well, the thing she took from his house. <gasps>
2: Oh, Oh, my gosh, it's perfect. Buzz wouldn't know the difference. This was on an episode of Extreme uh, Cheapskates.
3: All right, number four. (laughs) Watering down the soap in your soap dispensers is cheap or frugal? (laughs) Cheap. Frugal. (laughs)
4: Because when your shampoo bottle gets empty and you just already are in the shower, you're just like, well, I'm adding water to it.
3: Yeah, but see, for me, that's (laughs) not either. That's like a last ditch
2: before
1: you're done. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about like, do people take the soap dispensers and water it down?
2: Yeah, some people do. I yeah. I, I notice especially at businesses they do that.
1: Oh God, yeah. That seems not only cheap but miserly.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Buzz is making
2: a new you category. Yourself
1: a lump of coal last week. <laughs> you don't, Bob bo- crack it Both of my parents grew up during the depression and I think a lot of that carried over but especially from my mom like the way that she would insist on not wasting things and not letting things go to waste I think really had an effect on me just because when they were kids Mm -hmm. they were in the depression well survey said
3: cheap to water uh, down oh, your water soap. Down soap. That yeah. sounds like
1: I don't know that we that my mom ever did that, but it so, totally sounds like something she would have done.
3: Yeah. All right. And this one is uh this next one is very pertinent to West Texas here. Not blasting the air conditioning right now is cheap or frugal.
2: Oh man, that's me. That's so me right now. My air conditioner is like it's, at seventy eight and I lowered it two degrees. It used to be at eighty.
1: It's cheap. I'm I think, cheap. I'm <laughs> cheap. I mean, I I just set it to where I'm comfortable, and if it's going to cost a few extra pennies a day, that is totally worth it. We I say it, cheap.
3: We do it we because you know it's we say it's it's frugal. I mean it, it's we're still relatively comfortable. It's not horrific. Now I, when I get home, if I'm going to go, uh, you know, hang out upstairs or something, and we're not going to have the AC off up there, so then we, we'll turn it on. But in general, we can you know. Well, If we can survive, we're going to keep it off. Look. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show
0: Podcast.
1: Hey, we're talking about uh, things, whether they're cheap or frugal. I like to think that I'm frugal about some things. I like to think I'm generous about other things. I I don't think I'd, I'd be happy to find out that I'm cheap about something. So frugal, good. Cheap, not good. Mm-hmm. Let's talk to Chopper, who has called us this morning. Hi, Chopper. Morning. Hey, what's up, Chopper?
6: Not much. First of all, I want to throw a shout-out to Joanna and Lisa. You're amazing and hilarious. Thank um, we
2: are, aren't we? No <laughs> Thank kidding. you. We are hilarious. We say, want to say that all the time. Brandon, I
6: think you're great. But next time Buzz goes on vacation, let's just make it the Lisa dating week.
1: <laughs> Did you guys do some Lisa
3: dating while I was No, I think he's talking uh, about yesterday. what we were doing yeah. yesterday. No, I mean, okay. you know, if Lisa right. was down for that, we'd certainly do it. We could do <laughs> I a told her, dating I, I, game every day. Sure. We could, it we would can. definitely be entertaining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I agree. All right. Well, um, I mean, we don't
3: need to wait for Buzz to leave for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we can do it when I'm here.
6: <laughs> I, I just wanted to make a comment on the uh, cheaper frugal uh-huh. when it comes to generic brands. I think that sometimes generic brand is actually better. Yeah. I'm from Oregon. I'm yeah. currently living in Texas, and I really, really miss Fred Meyer because they're big K so- yeah. their big case, their generic cola is my favorite cola. I mm. prefer it over Coke. I prefer it over Pepsi. It's my favorite cola, and it's like you can usually get two or I think a four to five 12-packs for 10 bucks
1: usually when they're on sale. Chopper, you know so- Brandon's from, from Oregon, right? Yes. Yeah. What are you? What is it you guys are talking about? Because he Fred immediately. Fred Meyer, re- baby. What is Fred Meyer? It's a store, Fre- like a Fred grocery
6: one-stop shop. It's Kroger. Kroger's, Kroger's yeah. and Fred Meyer are owned by the same company. Okay. And Big K Soda, probably meaning Big Kroger Soda, is the best generic soda. Period. Their cola, hands down. Is my what do you favorite.
1: compare it to? Does it have a Pepsi or Coke taste? Or
6: it's more like Coke than Pepsi.
5: Yeah,
6: but it's it's its own beast. I, I'm a Coke person personally. I don't hate Pepsi. I enjoy it. I think that cherry Pepsi's better than cherry Coke. I think vanilla Coke's better than vanilla Pepsi. All right. the vanilla cherries are both great. But when it comes to which is the best cola, period, Big K Cola nails it.
1: Right on. Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks. It's a matter of taste. Whatever you think tastes the best, or whatever you enjoy the best. Yeah. Get that. But
6: Also, it can, can, can it, it can also have to do with what you were raised on because. Uh, smell and taste are stored in the same place in your brain near memories and so certain tastes and smells can take you back to a certain time in your life so if you were raised on generic brand soda or cereal or whatever the taste or smell of that can take you back in time
1: i'm always taken by surprise by chopper because when i talk to a guy named chopper he's always got like these really <laughs> deep <laughs> thoughts and opinions Great. on stuff and it's like
4: we learned things. oh yeah i got it
1: i got to remember, i got to bring my A-game when I talk to Chopper.
6: Last time we talked about evolution and skin color.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I would say the thing about the childhood with me and Dr. Pepper is, like, Dr. Pepper was a treat. The idea of drinking soda with a meal was just unheard of. I mean, it was like a special thing if we got my dad's cousins from Dallas and Fort Worth. When they came up, they brought their own Dr. Pepper, and I mean they brought a trunk load of it. And we wow. could pretty much go crazy with the Dr Pepper. And then when I got old enough to like do my own shopping, so college, I was like, "Wait a minute! I can drink all the Dr Pepper I want. Nobody's here to tell me no." <laughs> all right, I thanks. totally understand. Yeah, thanks, Chopper. We'll talk to you later. You're great, both of Okay, see ya. There's Chopper.
2: We are hilarious. He's so nice, aren't we. <laughs> Do I know Chopper that I do that is moving day. up
1: the list of my favorite callers. I mean, yeah. so he's getting into that Dean from Abilene name, strata.
2: Chopper. Chopper.
1: <laughs> All right, give me uh, a few. Oh, and when you were talking about the air conditioning, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that that reminded me. What's
2: up? These, I
1: haven't heard anything called a first world problem, but remember when it was like that was kind of a, a meme? Mm-hmm. First world problems? That's one. Yeah. Oh, I don't know whether to run the air conditioner at 75 or 70. What a first world problem that is.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Another first world problem explained to... All right, Brandon, you got a few more of these yeah. uh, cheaper frugal... but Oh. We had a caller. Oh, we no. lost him.
3: Oh. Oh. Maybe
4: they'll
2: call back. Maybe It's my oh. dad to defend himself. Oh, it was a
4: good himself. story, too.
2: Yeah, All right. we oh. haven't even
3: delved down the, the avenue that's uh, Lisa's dad.
2: I know. I was going to say, how about this? The other day, my dad saw a commercial on, on TV, and please, someone, if you know what it is, tell me so I can give it to him, uh, for a patty melt for $4.99 at a fast food restaurant. So he proceeded to make my mom drive around for like 30, 45 minutes to multiple fast food restaurants to find which one had the four ninety nine patty melt. Then he ended up giving up finally and they went to Whataburger and I think it was like five fifty. <laughs>
3: oh good Lord. So it is that frugal? I think it might be
1: jack-in-the-box. Or in the cheap. The no, it's cheap knows. because you've just wasted your time and money <laughs> and your gas. Your time's worth something, right? Oh my God,
4: but if anybody out there
2: knows where this 4 patty melt
1: is, please let me know. I think is, it's, like, it's jack-in-the-box, and it looks bomb.
2: That's what I told my dad. I was like, Daddy, I think it's jack-in-the-box. And he goes, Your dad nah, couldn't that
1: remember that what commercial it was?
2: No, and so my poor mom is like, let's just go eat anywhere. But Is $5 the-
3: even a good price for a patty melt? I don't I think it's the combo. From what I'm seeing here, it's a full
1: combo. So French fries and a drink.
2: Oh, All right. snap. We'll you the some, B? We could
1: do this. Get have some Dr. Pepper. Lisa, for every story about your dad, I'll recount a story about my mom.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. This one's,
1: this one's gross, kind of.
2: <laughs> I'm excited.
1: When we were kids, this would have been in the 70s. My mom decided, you boys are using way too much toilet paper. From now on, and she showed us, here's what you do. She t- showed us the toilet paper you wipe one side and then look this entire other side you can use that is that one Those,
4: square one square not
1: one square but like a like a, like a wad. wad and she would definitely you know the wad should not be a wad, su- wad. yeah as big as a baseball it should be as big as uh-huh. uh, something smaller than a baseball i guess golf ball bigger than a golf ball smaller than a racquetball yeah there you go <laughs> but her thing was you're using twice as much toilet paper by not using the other side. And I was sitting there going, this is some crazy post-traumatic depression. <laughs> stuff. Oh
2: yeah. Going on? Okay. I got one for you then right. too, since we're going oh, disgusting. So I know, I know people that have done this and it's not my dad. I would first like to point this out, but where they will leave a number one in the toilet
1: just to save water if it's to yellow let it mellow
2: brown, brown, brown flush it, it down. down exactly and they will but they'll leave it there <laughs> and then I'll go into people's houses and I'll go to his bathroom I'm like oh gosh who didn't flush oh yeah well I just only had to go number 1 I'm like
4: so you don't flush so you
2: don't flush Look, it like they, they, how lo- what if you don't have to go number 2 for like a, i don't know a day or something or you don't, you don't use that toilet
1: you let it mellow i mean somebody took the time doesn't to write a rhyme about it
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it like stain the toilet Wouldn't it stain the bowl?
1: I I have no idea.
3: I
2: I don't know. We've never never let it it mellow. I don't let it mellow. I've
3: always been a constant flusher. Yeah, yeah. I'm a
2: constant flusher.
1: Okay.
4: Anybody out there that lets it mellow? Let us know. Does Does it stain the toilet? (laughs) But is
2: that cheap or frugal?
1: It's a first world problem. (laughs) (laughs) You are saying... You have the option to flush or not flush?
2: Yes. It's so annoying because, you know, my wife, she wants to save water. (laughs) So she tells me to leave it in the toilet. But for me, I think it's disgusting. I'm going to flush it down.
1: I have to go to the river and risk getting bitten by the crocodiles.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, man, you're lucky.
1: (laughs) Uh, All
3: right, give me a few more. Uh, Next one here. Only tipping the minimum amount, whether it's 15 to 20 percent, regardless of how good the service was. Is
1: that cheap or frugal uh frugal yeah i mean 15 to 20% is standard
2: yeah
1: i don't think it's cheap to to tip what's standard now it depends on what they did for you did were you choking and they heimlicked you and saved your <laughs> life yeah maybe go 25% sure <laughs> it depends on what we're talking about but i feel like yeah 15 20% i've been tipping a lot more though than yeah. the 20 during the pandemic yeah you know whether it's carry out mm-hmm. or whatever, just because you know it's tough times for everybody. I I feel like I'm kind of on the fortunate side of things. I haven't missed any work, so yeah. Uh, but but under normal circumstances, I think if you tip fifteen to twenty, I think that's fine. Yeah, that, that's frugal. Yeah. Okay. Well,
3: cheap is what the survey they said, said. Cheap. The Ooh. survey came out as cheap. Yeah. Disagree. Now I don't know if people were taking into account that hey, you know, during the pandemic, let's tip a little bit more because these workers need that.
1: Um, I had no idea if that worked out or not. We got a call, and it is Joe who uh, is calling about our topic of cheap or frugal. Hi, Joe. Morning, guys. Hey, Joe, what's up?
6: No, I. what Lisa was talking about, that's what I do, it, well, just in the big bedroom.
1: What, let it mellow? I let
3: it mellow, yeah.
6: Yeah I, yeah, I mean, in the nighttime, okay, I was, you know, my number one, then I wake up at one in the morning.
3: Number one, and then finally in the morning when number two comes around, then
2: I'll flush. He's got a full on schedule, man. You got, it's, it's like you got so a just buzz. It's like you got a
1: batting order. <laughs> hey, I got a. Who's I got on a, first. I got a number. <laughs> I got a number one, but but we on deck. <laughs> on deck. Then when
6: I hit the home
2: run, then.
1: <laughs> yes. All right, Joe.
2: Thanks a lot. Big.
1: Oh, thank you. Guys. All right,
3: we'll you. see you. <laughs> All right, I got a couple more here. Trying yeah. to find deals or coupons for everything you buy—is that cheap or frugal?
2: Oh my gosh, I have a story about my father with this one too. <laughs> but I, I think it's
1: <laughs> cheap. I mean, I always—I
2: just told you. That, it. And this is one
3: that does not involve
1: a four ninety nine patty melt. It does not. I always figure in. Those well, what charity. is my time worth? You know, I'm going to spend yeah. two it hours does seem clipping. It so
4: time consuming, and I always see like extreme couponers, and I'm like, I want to do that because I got a household, a house full of people. Yeah. It would definitely help us, but uh,
1: it's a lot of work.
3: So of I always, all, I fa- it seems
4: cheap coupon. to me. I
1: it, I always figure in how much time. If you spend two hours clipping coupons, that's two hours of your time. What's that worth to you? So, yeah, and this
3: one specifies uh, for everything you buy. So are you saying yeah. cheap or frugal?
1: I'm saying cheap. Lisa, I want to hear the example you have about your dad. Oh, she has a great
2: one. <sighs> so my dad, growing up, he was very big on couponing. Like My dad would spend a lot of time uh, during the weeknights couponing. But So whenever we went to the store, he would bring his coupon book with him. One time, we were at the store, and he forgot his coupon book. Uh-oh. So he proceeded to wait on the side, called my sister, who wasn't with us, made her leave the place she was at, go to the house, pick up his coupon book, and then bring it down to the grocery store. Oh my god, maybe there was
1: an expiration date on some of those coupons. (laughs) There were
2: expiration dates, he had to use them that week. So my sister, and she's like hanging out with her friends, and she's like, what do you want me to do? And he's like, yes, Erica, I bought you that car, you're gonna use it to go get my coupon book. So my sister had to leave her friends, drive all the way back to our house, Pick up the coupon book and bring it down to the grocery store for my dad.
1: Your sister's name is Erica? Hi, Erica.
2: <laughs> sissy. Hi.
1: Hi, not Erica. Not not, not, not my different Erica. Not my
2: sissy. I was
5: like, is she talking to me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is your uh, cheaper frugal story, Erica?
5: Okay, so my best I'm I live in Tempe, Arizona. I'm originally from El Paso, so my best friend here is engaged. Mm. And she goes Correct me if I'm wrong. She goes, that cucumber melon spray mm-hmm. from Bath and Body Works. I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. She's like, that was in the 90s, right? I was like, yeah, I used to wear that in high school. It was super cool. She goes, I have a bottle. And I thought she had bought it off of eBay. I was like, dude, that's so cool. That's awesome. I'll buy it off of you. My mother-in-law gave it to me. What? What? Her I- mother-in-law. <gasps>
1: As a, get, a as like gift, like as a Christmas gift or something. As or? A
5: Christmas gift had this big like the old how they used to do it at Bath and Body Works where they would wrap a complete like care package of like the cucumber melon soap, the shampoo, the spray. Oh, like a gift in basket in her attic. Yeah, a gift basket in her attic, and she was like, "Here, Merry Christmas." Like, Wait,
1: are you saying this-? that they hadn't made that since the '90s? So that's how they she has have
5: have not hasn't. made. Cucumber melon since like two I wanna say two thousand three. I haven't seen it.
1: I wonder if it's still good. I mean, I wonder if it's still carrying the same scent. Smelled or like
5: it cucumber? smelled like vinegar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, that's cheap. All right, thank you, oh, Erica. That was great. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Um,
3: <laughs> I got. Hold on. We're gonna get to news coming up, but also there's one more on this list that I have to ask Buzz. Mm. So and we're gonna
1: get to that mm. coming up. Okay. Oh, we'll do that when we come back. Yeah. yeah. All right. So more cheaper frugal on the way. Right <laughs> after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, we're going to get to uh, news headline. Please, are you ready to go with news in a moment?
2: Yeah, uh, give me one second. I'm just looking up, uh, because the sun just came up, I guess, over in uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana, so they're just starting to assess the damage from that hurricane. But we did hear back from our friend Scott Lewis. Scott
1: Lewis, uh, who you you would remember if you've been listening to the show for a year or more. If you
3: remember that epic Beatles versus Rolling Stones debate, that's arguably one of my favorite segments ever. I love it. Got just lacing into Buzz that the Beatles are the most overrated band
1: ever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. um, Well, you know
1: he's in the middle of a hurricane now, so he gets what he deserves.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I checked in with him. He lives in. He lives right there near Lake Charles, and so I wrote him this morning. He said, "Doing all fine." I wrote out the storm fine. Lost a lot of tree branches, but f those trees anyways. Hope you're doing okay. (laughs) And he said, "Not the best driving conditions on the interstate, but I did make it to work." Got a leak right above my bed while I was sleeping. I thought I peed myself. Uh, how's Lloyd,
1: though? That's what everybody wants to know. Oh, yeah. Is how's, how's Lloyd doing?
2: Yeah, But how is Lloyd? Um, <laughs> let's find
1: out. Well, anyway, we'll get to uh, news headlines. We might even talk to Scott Lewis a little bit later this morning. Uh, let me run down the weather for you here r- real quick. Uh, who's got the hot spot today? Well, uh, it's kind of a tie, But it looks like San Angelo is going to take it for Friday. They got 107 for the high temperature on Friday. Let me just stick with uh, San Angelo here. No rain in the forecast uh, for San Angelo, Abilene, El Paso, any of the places that were heard in West Texas and New Mexico. Doesn't look like we really have any rain in the forecast. 101 the high temperature in San Angelo today. And then they are going to get up to scorching. 107. We're going to have 106 on Saturday. Abilene, Again, no week, uh, rain in the weekend forecast. High is going to top out around 98 today, but uh, Abilene is going to be right in the running there, 106 uh, tomorrow and over 100 for Saturday and Sunday. El Paso is going to hit 100 today, and then tomorrow is going to be 103. Saturday and Sunday, we're both going to be around 10 uh, Both those days are going to be around 101, 102. No rain in the forecast uh, for El Paso. I had to do a double take as I was driving to work, Uh, you know, the signs that tell you where construction is going to be going on. One of the signs said, uh, exit I-10 before Louisiana state border.
2: Oh.
1: I was like, did I see that right? And I knew there was another sign, so I paid extra close attention. Yeah. It was telling me, yeah, you're you're like 1,200 miles away from Louisiana. (laughs) But be careful. yeah, make but sure you get off I-10. Did you? Were you on the highway today? Did you see that? Yeah, and I, I, mean, I
3: saw the same thing, and I did the double take, and I was like, thinking there was there an, a Louisiana street exit? I don't know. Right, because there's somewhere? a
1: there's a Missouri and a Texas street exit. Is there a Louisiana street? No, they're talking about the actual border of Louisiana. Because then
3: it even says you know alternate route take twenty. So it's like, dude, that's, that that route is like three hundred miles away from here. Yeah. Or at least that where, it, where it branches off, I believe.
1: You got one more cheap or frugal oh, yeah. for me? Oh, yeah. Oh, buddy. This one's for you, man.
2: Ooh, I'm excited. So sur-
3: The survey was done, and it was asking, uh, g- gave people a list of um, options saying, is this thing being cheap or is this being frugal? The last one I have here for you.
1: Eating expired food. Mm. Is it cheap or frugal? Definitely frugal. I'm I'm not talking about like bread that has mold growing on it mm-hmm. or something that's obviously, you know, smelled bad, but and here's why I feel so strongly. The companies get to put when the food expires. What do you think they're going to be motivated to do? They're going to put it as early as they possibly can, so you'll throw stuff out that's perfectly good to go buy more. And you got to go buy more. What about dumpster coffee cake mm. it depends on if anything else is on top of the cake the like
4: coffee grounds were on top of the cake
1: no i wouldn't have eaten it if the coffee yes, grounds were on top
4: because there's a picture no but i it was there the whole I saw night I, <laughs> I saved saw it. it i seen it with my own eyes <laughs> And Buzz was like, "No, this I would was eat one it if of my very like, first interactions with Buzz. And he's like, hey. I thought
3: he dusted it look, off, didn't he?
4: He dusted it off like, like he picks nothing. it up and he
1: goes, no.
4: yes, you did.
1: I, I'll cop to if something's sitting on top of the trash and it looks like, why did somebody throw away a perfectly good birthday cake?
4: It looked like somebody just threw it on top of the trash, yes. but then somebody came in in the morning and threw the coffee okay. filter on it.
2: Did you eat my food the other day that was in the trash can because you got so mad that I threw it out? What oh, the Calabari. It?
1: Yeah, I oh, ate all of it. Oh,
2: no,
4: really? First of all, that calamari was sitting out here for a while.
2: Yeah, and then he goes, you threw perfectly good calamari away, and it was mine. I'm like, what?
4: That's...
1: Well, the survey says it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I, I'll admit, rummaging around in the trash can is probably cheap.
2: So, my but dad, my dad does that, something too. something that's...
1: With the trash can?
2: No, no, no. With the uh, expired (laughs) food. Right. One time he tried to give me, um, because my mom has now worked it out, where if there's something extremely expired that he won't get rid of, she'll ask me if I need it in front of him to be like, oh, you know what? I do need some of that. And then my daughter will be like, oh, Mejita, I have this here. You can have it. Thank you. And then I take it home and throw it out. So we've worked a tag team thing going on. Because the other day, (laughs) he gave me some mayonnaise- that was dressed up like the, the container was an Easter egg from 2018. Oh, my. And so my mom kept trying to throw it out. My dad's like, no, it's never been open. The The mayonnaise is fine. So I was like, oh, I need mayonnaise. My dad said, oh, sure. Me I take this. So he gives it to me. I take it home. Mayonnaise is supposed to be not like a yellow color, right?
3: No, it's supposed to be
1: white.
2: No, it was like a yellow
1: I thought. maybe it was because it was Easter, like a pastel. (laughs) That's
2: so gross.
1: (laughs) Uh, Chopper's back. Hi, Chopper. How you doing, brother? Good. What's going on?
6: I just got to call you George Costanza.
5: Yeah.
3: The eclair.
6: The eclair in the trash, exactly. Yeah. The coffee cake. There was no trash on it. It was on the top.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying about the coffee grounds. There were no coffee grounds like... On the cake. I don't know but what Joanna thinks a she cake? saw, but.
6: You're eating a coffee cake and there's coffee grounds on it. Isn't that just an extra coffee flavor? No, coffee it wasn't a coffee <laughs> cake. Ooh, they're, I like ca- it.
1: they're calling it a coffee cake because they say it had coffee It was coffee. a regular it, like, birthday, it like a regular cake, birthday
5: cake.
6: It was a regular oh, so birthday it cake. White cake.
1: White cake. I don't know. Was it chocolate? I think it was probably chocolate. It was like a
4: regular birthday cake with frosting on it and the frosting had little bits of coffee.
1: I don't think so. Coffee grounds well, whatever, this is like several years later, and I'm fine. This so. is the guy who was just rocking the old calamari yesterday. <laughs> All right, thanks, yeah, Chopper. Yeah, sitting
6: on the biggest, wall wallet you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, that one
1: I got. That reference I got. All right, thank you, Chopper.
2: He's like, you know, what? my my spine does hurt because I'm always oh, sitting at an angle.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Chopper's a good dude. I, uh, he's I love, love it Chopper. Like, he had number one status, man.
2: You know what? Yeah, Chopper and Sid. Now I'm a top two right there. I mean, he's from
3: Oregon. He knows what Fred Meyer is, and he's willing to to throw Seinfeld,
2: man. And roast Buzz.
1: (laughs) I'm fine with that. I'm fine with
2: that. That's what we like to see. Uh, Joanna Lloyd's fine.
4: Oh, good. Yeah.
1: Here is a comment from, uh, from Derek. Who wrote in to say, I had a friend, and this is about the cheaper frugal mm-hmm. topic. I had a friend who would jack tortilla chips, salsa, limes, and napkins from Taco Tote so she could have a snack later. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Lisa, I mean you,
2: not a snack. I mean, it's snack. really all you want, right?
1: Lisa and Joanna take all the, like, <laughs> pepper and. <laughs> we what, don't what take do take all of it. What do you take? Coloring.
2: We take the plastic forks. forks and stuff. First of all, I'm going to say it runs Napkins. in my family because my grandmother does this. So I'm going to say that this is a trait that I inherited.
1: As I'm saying it's it out loud, it seems like it's there's, in my blood. there's something you guys take a lot of that seems way over the line.
3: Yeah. It was the cutlery, wasn't it? The Advantage what? of you. The cutlery. cutlery. Cutlery, as in like knives and spoons oh, and forks. Oh,
1: I I cutlery. Oh. Yeah, cutlery. <laughs> what about you, it? You guys take way more than you're entitled to.
2: Not way They're more. They're stocking up for here. Yeah, we stock up for here.
4: Some t- One time you needed a fork, remember? And you came to us. And we had one. You came
2: to our gang. Yeah, you did. And you come in there looking for ketchup sometimes... Or sometimes if you need some salsa. So you know what? We Don't have. talk I trash. I thought all of those ketchup. came from
1: when people have sometimes fast food and it. they have it left over. You Wait, put it in the common area.
4: Lisa and I order Uber Eats here and they'll give us like more salsa or ketchup than we need. Okay. Well,
1: that's fine if they're giving it to you. But the way you guys were saying it is like you go over to the if service there, bar I'm and just take, take a bunch of them.
4: Three or four more.
2: Listen, okay. my grandmother will. I'll How love many you. tacos did I get? She 12? will. She will empty out. This sweet and low from the restaurant and take it with her. Okay. So, I mean, it's tradition at this point. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Okay. A teenager is under arrest after a deadly shooting um, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Officials say 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be charged with first-degree intentional homicide for the shooting that left two dead. Incident takes place amidst the violence followed the shooting of Jacob Blake, shot seven times in the back on Sunday. Notion County Sheriff David Beth, he discussed how some of the citizens, they've actually been requesting to be deputized. Speaking on MSNBC, Wisconsin's Lieutenant uh, Governor Mandela Barnes says there's been no changes in the policing, um, even admits those protests that have been lasting for months. And he discussed the shooting of of, uh, Blake and gave his response. We're also hearing from the Wisconsin Attorney General that's giving details about the incident. And uh, Josh Call said that the officer is named um, Rustin Shensky, and he is the officer that is seen in that vi- in that video um, with Blake.
1: So I'm I'm wondering, yeah. is it legal for you, like, if you think your place is going to be torched or uh, looted, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or the window is going to be broke out, and it belongs to you? I, are you legally justified in protecting that with a firearm? Sounds like a question for Justin Underwood.
2: Yeah, actually. What is he, Texas law? Gun? Also,
1: uh, does it cover you if you're protecting someone else's? Like maybe these people that wanted to be deputized or like we're just going to you know, make sure nothing gets burned or looted in the neighborhood.
2: Well, I think part of the problem is that, yeah, they're patrolling. Like if, I think if you're outside of your business, I could see that, but some of these people are we're just self
1: appointed posses i guess
2: self appointed but also just like walking around you know what I mean like they're just well walking if you're through if you're gonna
1: go out with your open carry and you're gonna confront a group of people mm-hmm. you know, and it, it sounds like the they were chasing uh him the guy the seventeen year old with the gun mm-hmm I guess if you got your gun, you got to either decide, all right, am I going to use this thing or am I going to, you know, possibly take a beating.
2: I mean, yeah, and, and this is a the, We don't
1: have all the facts.
2: We don't. Of course. And that's where I think it's difficult because there is especially with this situation with the 17-year-old, there are a lot of videos that are coming out showing different angles, so I think that some people are watching the beginning part of what happened, and some people are watching the end part. And then there's, you know, the people that are, you know, watching the whole thing. But, you know, because I mean, in, in the situation when he trips and falls, he's, the protesters are, you know, closing in on him and he turns around and shoots. Uh, but there are other videos that do show him shooting at the protesters. So. What
1: happened? Which came first? Which came after? Is, is ex- that like a timeline? We don't have that necessarily.
2: I don't know if we don't necessarily have it, but I think it's just because there's so many videos, and so they're so they're having to go through all of them right now. We're also hearing more about the shooting of uh, Jacob Blake too.
1: As I'm reading and I'm trying to do this all, uh, like in real time, I, I'm finding out more about the shooting. I, I'm not going to say the, you know, definitively that it was justified or not, but it seems a little more complicated than some of the other ones. Uh, definitely, you know, than the George Floyd, where the guy was there for you know nine minutes, mi- nine minutes. I, I once again, I'm not judging the situation yet, but it looks like there are a lot of more factors. You know, the police were there because of a disturbance, and uh, they were given his name in the dispatcher report,
0: for instance,
2: yeah, um we're also hearing more about Jacob Blake, though too. um authorities are saying that a woman called police reporting that her boyfriend was on the premises and he shouldn't have been there. It's not clear, though, and this is different than, you know, there was another story online. Oh, there were two women fighting. So why did they go after him? Well, now the police have said no. The actual call that we got was for a woman who was saying her boyfriend was on the premises and shouldn't have been there.
1: Uh, the, uh, the dispatcher named uh, Blake and said that he isn't supposed to be there and that he had taken the complainant's keys and refused to leave. So maybe the police were there because... Uh, you know, because maybe he was the suspect.
2: Uh, His—they're uh, saying that uh, the police were there to de-escalate a domestic incident, and that's when the officers, I guess, drew their guns. But once again, yeah, this is a situation of there's different videos that are going to have to go through. Yes,
1: and cases are different. So, you know, I—I I, I think that it would be very easy to say, "Oh well," in every situation, the police are right it would be very easy to say in every situation, the police are wrong. That's easy, but it's probably not accurate. So here is our uh, attorney at large, our Ask a Lawyer buddy, Justin hey. Underwood.
2: Hey, Justin.
7: Good morning, everybody.
2: Hey, birthday boy. Yeah. Well, thank you. Happy you birthday, too. buddy.
7: Well, thanks. It's Was rough it? being 28 years old, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> Was it yesterday? Or- uh, yeah.
2: How did your daughter, how did you guys celebrate? Did you get a cake, like a matching one? Uh, Yeah, yeah.
7: So the office got me a a birthday cake and on it it said, Happy birthday, JBU. And then they crossed out JBU and put Avery. (laughs) Uh,
1: You guys share the same birthday? Uh, yeah. The While exact, wow. It's her birthday.
7: I'm just allowed to, to get another year older. On the- <laughs> 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 I love okay, it.
1: Okay, so my question is, uh, you know, you had these armed people. If they were protecting a business, let's do a couple of scenarios. Okay. And you're familiar, Justin, with the with the Blake case up in uh, uh, Kenosha? Yes, sir. Okay. If they were out, like, hey, this is my business. I'm afraid people are going to come and burn it down or, you know, loot it. I'm going to protect it with a gun. Sure. Are you justified in doing that? Because it seems so, like you're. What's the yeah, answer?
7: So, so, what I'm going to tell you guys. Obviously, this, this it pertains to Texas law and Texas law only, because I am only licensed in the great state of Texas. Um, your home or your or, or your business are are you know obviously extensions of your person. So, if somebody comes. And threatens to burn down your 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 building. You know, uh, somebody comes down. Someone comes down to the radio station, right? And they've got uh, gasoline. Yeah, don't and, be uh, giving people ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, or if someone has lost their mind and they want to go burn down the Waterbury, well, I'm going to go protect them myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so if they if they are if, uh, if their intent is clear that they are going to destroy property to that extent. In the state of Texas, yes, you can use deadly force to protect it. And I will tell you this: um, Texas is very, uh, very protective of its of its landowners because obviously, in, in, in state, we've got um, people who own huge ranches and huge farms, uh, where law enforcement is not necessarily you know you could be on a, on a piece of property out on your ranch in the middle of nowhere, and law enforcement's two three hours away, right? So um, now, can you can you use deadly force? kill someone, you know, if if they're trespassing during the day, the answer's probably going to be no. Again, you hit the nail on the head of interview, bud. Everything is different. Every scenario is different. There's so many variables in every single thing. Anyone who says a case is exactly the same as another case, I've never seen that. There's always something different. Um, But uh, criminal trespass, for for the most part, during the day, um, I would say no. Now, in Texas also, at night, the, you know, the, the stakes are raised a little bit. If if someone is snooping around your property at night uh, under the veil of darkness, as the law likes to say, then then
1: the volume on your protection is going to get turned up. The other uh, scenario that I want to ask, let's say this wasn't their property. You know, you gave the Whataburger example. Maybe they were sure. just like, at large, you know, uh, we're going to protect these businesses, make sure that nobody... Uh, destroys them, what is your legal standing, at least in Texas anyway.
7: Well so in Texas you you do have as far as a person goes, now now this is gonna overlap a little bit because let's say Whataburger, most Whataburgers are open twenty four hours a day, right? Thank God for that. Um because there's lots of people who need my help who are in the Whataburger <laughs> right at three o'clock in the morning and God bless every one of them. But <laughs> so here here's here's the thing. Um you have, we have the right to, to protect third parties, right? So you don't – in Texas, for example, if, if I'm driving down the street, right, and I see someone and I don't know that person, but they're being carjacked by someone, I don't have to know that person to, to defend them with deadly force. If someone's being carjacked, that, that in and of itself – is you can use deadly force to protect a third party, and you don't have to know them. All right, let's so say
1: let's say it's a case though where the it, it's a gas station and it's at night, it's closed down. Uh, if uh, you were gonna post up and like I'm gonna protect this place, there's nobody in there, but I, I'm gonna protect their property.
7: That to me, that's just leaning towards vigilante justice, which which is not if if you want to keep an eye on something. Sure, but if someone shows up, you know, to, to torch the place or whatever, the first thing you should do, and we, we talk about this all the time at our workshops, all the time, the first thing you do, 911. The first thing you do is 911. Now, destruction of property that's not your own to the extent, could you be justified? Well, I guess that's up to 12 people to, to make that decision. But if, if the building is vacant... Right. If the building is vacant, I would, you know, depending on my, depending upon the circumstances, I would tell you not to not to kill the people. Um, if it's your property, absolutely. But if it's someone else's property, that's different. But if there's someone in the building, like the you know like the Waterburger example, like if there's someone in the building and they're trying to well, to me that's defense of a third per- person because those people are in that building. No. If The building is occupied. You know, that's you know, you bring a gas, bring a bring a, a matchbook to a gunfight. That's your problem, right?
1: There's one other scenario. So they've arrested this 17 year old, and uh, he uh, shot uh, multiple people, but, but at least one died. Okay, you're out there as this group of non-law enforcement officers. And you've got your gun, and the crowd, the the protesters or rioters or whatever you want to say, okay. suddenly decide they're going to go toward you, and you've got your gun, and they're gonna they're gonna force your hand. Like that could have been what happened when this sure. shooting started. Sure. And I know go it ahead. has to do with whether you know stand your ground state or not. You know, are you Bucky. supposed to run away or? Are, <laughs>
7: Texas, we're not a standard. That standard ground stuff in Texas doesn't apply. You do not have the duty in, in the state of Texas, you do not have the duty to retreat. If a mob of people, like five, six, seven people, want to come at you knowing that you're armed and you're 17 and you shoot them because you're in fear for your life, well, you know what? Five or six people attacking one human being can put that person's life in risk, life at risk. It can put them in risk of serious bodily injury. The threshold that, that you're going to be held to in Texas is going to be, um, where, did, did you feel that your life was at risk right. or that you were in, at risk for serious bodily injury? Can five people kill an, an individual even with their hands? Well, absolutely.
1: Yeah, or take I, their gun away.
7: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well listen, Justin, thanks for calling us on short notice. I just Absolutely. was kind of <clears throat> you
7: guys uh, you guys be good. Take care and uh,
1: wash your hands. <laughs> All right, thank you, Justin. Bye guys. <laughs> uh there's Justin Underwood, our Ask a lawyer uh, correspondent. Let's take a break, we'll come back and we got another segment of news on the way right after this.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: Let's uh, talk dialects. Um some people couldn't say accent. I think a dialect means it's the same. It's the same language. It's the same country, but it just depends on what part of the country uh, you're from.
5: Oh, uh
1: huh. And some of these I'm, I'm not aware of. There's a travel website called Big Seven that polls people and ranks the sexiest and least sexy American dialects.
2: Ooh. Oh, well, they have a
3: breakdown here. Uh, it says an accent is simply how one pronounces words. A dialect includes not just pronunciations, but uh, also one's general vocabulary and grammar.
4: Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: So, do you wanna do you wanna hear what the sexiest, or do you wanna hear the least sexy? Because they also mm. do that.
2: Ooh, which one sounds better? Go with least sexiest. Okay, Boston.
1: Oh. No, Boston is number three of sexiest. Really?
2: Interesting.
1: Man, people from Boston admit
3: that it's a horrible accent or dialect. Like, I've had friends who, uh, there's a, a friend who lived up there, and he kept telling me, he's like, you should move up here. He goes, if you don't mind uh, hardcore eh. sports fans with really crappy accents. Like, that's how he phrased it, and he was from wow. there. Other he's than that, like, it's wicked
1: pizza.
4: It. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's something Southern. Like
3: least
1: sexiest. Least
2: sexy? I'm going to say Midwest.
1: Uh. What about like uh, up
3: there in South Dakota, like
1: Fargo area? Yeah. (laughs) Fargo's North Dakota. But uh, New Jersey. Oh,
2: Oh, cabs cabs are here. Cabs!
1: (laughs) Long Island was the least sexy. One of the least sexy dialects. Long Island, think of uh, that Oh, the Long Island Medium, right? Oh, What's yeah, she
3: uh-huh.
2: called? Is that yeah, what she's Long called? Long Island Medium,
1: Florida. Well, that seems a little broad,
2: <laughs> yeah. considering because you got the Redneck Riviera, you got the Key West area. You, you have,
1: you have got, all of the, you got the
3: snowbirds that come down from
1: New, or- New York and Boston. You got yeah. the Latino capital of the world in Miami. Yeah, Florida. It just you need to narrow that what down is the a little bit. Accent there. Where? Florida. It just depends on where you are. I was
2: going to say, because my my brother's wife is from Pensacola, born and raised, and she has a very southern accent. Oh, is it southern? Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, because that's over there on that.
2: Right there by Alabama. Mm
1: -hmm. FLA. Somebody once said, and I thought it was a really good observation, but I didn't remember who said it. They said, Florida is the only state where you go north to get to the deep south. Yep.
2: That's funny.
4: Great.
3: And it's kind of that divider when you're down there and you get your uh Miami and then Fort Lauderdale and then you have West Palm and then it's really that stretch right there and then when you start getting to Orlando, it's like that's when it starts to get redneck-y.
2: very rednecky. Yeah. Get
3: them Everglades folks out there. Oh, here's
1: your- the one you were talking about, Minnesota. Hey yeah, oh. <laughs> uh, like in the movie Fargo, you know. So Minnesota they said is uh, not a sexy accent, eh? <laughs> they threw in some Canadian there. <laughs> Oh, Pittsburgh. I'm familiar with the Pittsburgh Yinzer accent. Mm -hmm. Are Yinz going to the Steeler game? Alaska. I I don't think I could pick out the Alaska accent. I don't
3: think I could.
1: -mm. By the way, if I'm throwing anything out here and you're like, oh, I'm from Alaska and I definitely know what it is, I know what it
2: is, or I. Oh, you betcha. You betcha. Oh, okay. Good thinking. What's you.
1: the difference between a hockey mom and a pit
3: bull?
2: Lipstick.
3: Lipstick. I can see Russia from my house.
1: <laughs> Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, this one, I'm going to I'm gonna put the phone lines open. If anybody's like, okay, my... What are you expecting? Are you expecting the Amish to call in? If you got <laughs> the Pennsylvania
3: Dutch. For
4: all our Amish listeners out there.
1: Does Pennsylvania Dutch mean Amish? Please call in with your beard tips, please. Appalachian. So that's that's like hill that's like West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Appalachian. Mm-hmm. California Valley Girl. What about like
3: Providence that Stephen King
4: Providence?
1: That's Maine. Oh, yeah. R- Providence is what you hear is what uh Peter Griffin's doing on Family Guy. That's like a Rhode Island oh, okay. accent. Oh. Yeah, Dan yeah, Quahog. And Southern Ohio. Now, when I, when I was, like, taking enunciation and acting and different things like that, the default broadcast dialect was supposed to be what's called Midwestern. And they said, like, in, in, Indiana is kind of the example of how we try and speak if you're a broadcaster— And I remember bringing up, yeah, but last night, Monday Night Football, had Howard Cosell and Dandy Don Meredith, and neither one of those guys sound like they're from Indiana. So Um, they give some examples of the sexiest accents. So I'm going to start with three and go backwards. So number three, they said the Boston accent uh, was the sex. Let me give out the phone number. Uh, before I do this, though, if anybody's got like a Southern Ohio and and you know that you sound like the the Southern Ohio or Alaska, or if we got any Yenzers from uh, from Pittsburgh, let me hear from you. The toll free studio line is eight four four three zero five six two one zero eight four four three zero five six two ten. Boston. Here's an example of the Boston accent. It's Matt Damon from Goodwill Hunting. I think you get the full effect of the Boston accent unless it's being shouted at the top of the lungs in the middle of a street at night. My boys,
4: Wicked <laughs> Smat. <laughs> How about the Red Sox? I feel like they could have done like Mark Wahlberg as a better example.
1: Uh, or they're some, both or, they're both from Boston. Or though, right? some or
3: some of the other yeah. characters from Goodwill Hunting when uh, Casey Affleck's like my boys, Wicked smart.
1: There is uh, an adult film star named, <laughs> I don't remember her name, but she's like, you know, she looks like a like an adult, like you would imagine. Okay. But when she oh, opened,
2: ha, wait
4: No, oh, no I, I don't. I please c- could do you? describe. I don't think I could picture that. Blonde. Can you explain it? Yeah. Blonde.
1: Big fake ones. Fake what? Boobs. Oh, okay. As soon as she opens her mouth, though, she's got this Boston accent, oh, come on in here, you're here to repair the TV. Can I get you something from the bar? <laughs> what is her name? <laughs> it's surreal because you just don't picture that voice, you know, coming out of her. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> second place is New York. So here is Johnny Depp from Donny Brasco. Yeah, forget about it. Great movie. The number one accent is Texas, and
0: Texas. I would say. Yes. <laughs>
1: There there is a difference between the Texas accent and, and an the accent
3: su- that none of us have.
1: Well, I was going to get That's to that. Nice. There's a difference between Texas and Southern. So people from Alabama and Georgia sound different from people from Texas, but at the same time, people from East Texas sound different from people from West Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole border you know dialect that's different And then when you get around Dallas
0: All of them went different things
3: That Texas accent is delightful How y'all doing today?
1: So here they give an example of someone doing a Texas Or you know this one they're not they're not doing it It's just they're, the way they talk So here you go
4: Ah uh, yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah so Texas accent I would say probably There are at least half a dozen Distinct Texas dialects, depending on on where you're from mm-hmm. and what your you know what your influences were and you know what your background is and everything. Anyway, New Jersey least sexy accent, and New York the second sexiest. But there's really not that big a di- I mean, when you're in Manhattan, you. I wouldn't say you could throw a rock over into New Jersey, but pretty close. I mean, it's just right across the river there. It's not like there's a huge difference that I know. Uh, now, there are some places, like the further south you get in New Jersey, the dialect is, is noticeably different. Uh, but once again, unsexiest accents, New Jersey, Long Island, Florida. Uh, again, Florida probably has 40 different accents, depending on where you're from. Yeah. I mean, by the time you're down in Miami, you start noticing a lot of Cuban <laughs> inflection. Uh, Alright, so let's take a break. Joanna, we're going to have entertainment news. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Maine uh, didn't show up uh, anywhere, and that's... Oh, you know what? It did. It's in the top ten.
3: Oh, sexiest?
1: Yeah, sex, uh, I didn't uh, do the entire sexy list, so sexy... Is number one Texas, number two New York, number three Boston. I would bring in sexy back. I, Alabama, Chicago. Hmm. Chicago is a lot flatter. Think of Decca, uh huh, the Bears. That's Chicago. California again. There's a big difference between Southern Cal and Northern, Northern Cal. Cal. You know, this just hmm. too big a state. You need to narrow that down. Philadelphia and then Maine is. Uh, then it says the Northwest. Brandon, you're from Oregon. Is there a stereotypical accent that, that Northwesterners have? I'm vegan.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a California accent.
1: <laughs> well, a lot of people in the Northwest moved there from California. Yeah. And the people in Oregon
3: are sick like of it. I like split pea soup and Birkenstocks when I it love rains.
2: split pea soup, actually.
0: do you
1: like Birkenstocks.
3: It's
0: the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast.
1: All right, John is standing by. is going to have the Hollywood News and uh, entertainment chit-chat for us on the way in just a few minutes. Here are some interesting things that happened on this date in history. All of them are are rock and roll related, too. All right, starting off 29 years ago, Pearl Jam released their debut album, 10. And it had, you know, some of the greatest hits of the entire decade we're on that. Even Flow, Jeremy, Alive. 1991, uh, Pearl Jam came out. And that's going to be featured tonight on Loudwire Night. So if you tune in after 7, Tony's going to be playing some uh, Pearl Jam, specifically off of that uh, landmark album that came out 29 years ago today. 30 years ago, it was one of the more tragic days in the history of rock. Stevie Ray Vaughan and members of Eric Clapton's Entourage died in a helicopter crash over East Troy, Wisconsin. That was 30 years ago that that happened. And 55 years ago, 1965, the Beatles hung out with Elvis. Like It was all set up in advance. All four of the Beatles went over to Elvis's mansion in Beverly Hills. Priscilla was there. And I've heard different people talk about it through the years, like, Priscilla says the Beatles were were very shy and very nervous because Elvis was like their main idol, and eventually things loosened up and they started you know talking and having a good time and they brought out some instruments. Nobody recorded it, so we don't have any you know audio of Elvis playing with the Beatles or anything. But they hung around for around th- three hours, and Ringo once said. Like in an interview years later, he said, "When we visited Elvis's house, it was the first time I had ever seen a remote control for a TV. Ooh. So this was 1965, and he said Elvis had a remote control, and you know, fancy. Yeah, never seen anything like that before. Today is also uh, birthday. Alex Lifeson, guitarist from Rush, is 67 uh, today. So there's also going to be a lot of Rush in honor of Alex Lifeson's birthday." Tonight on Loudwire Nights. So you got a lot to tune in for, including and that's not even mentioning Mission Metallica at ten o'clock, where you get an entire block of Metallica. All that tonight on Loudwire Nights. Time for the Hollywood chit chat with her finger on the pulse of the entertainment world. Here is Joanna Barber. Good morning, Joanna.
4: Good morning. Well, just as long-awaited comedy threequel Bill and Ted Face the Music is about to be unleashed unto the world, Keanu Reeves has something to say about its iconic central characters, Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan. They are categorically not stoners.
1: All right, let's hear This is Keanu said that everybody needs to know this before the movie comes out.
4: Mm. Yeah, people who okay. smoke weed
1: like those things too, so
4: <laughs> Yeah, so Easter. but he really wants you to accept that fact. They are not stoners.
1: I got the deets on that. It's sure. it's gonna be in Select Theaters Friday, but also it's gonna be available to either rent or purchase. So you yep. can rent it at Fandango and then you can buy it at Amazon, Apple, Google Play, Voodoo, and YouTube. And
4: Yeah, for $25, that's like
1: two tickets to the movies.
4: Yeah, and you already get to take your own food in. (laughs) That's right. You don't have to sneak it
1: in in your girlfriend's purse.
4: (laughs) Tom Cruise is performing another death-defying stunt, watching a movie in what seems like it's a packed theater. Cruise wants you to start going back to the movies, so he filmed himself going to a theater to see the new Christopher Nolan film Tenet.
1: All right, let's check this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the video. Tom Cruise is wearing a mask.
4: I wanted someone to try to figure out what kind of car there is. I,
1: I think it's a cab. Like, it's got, you know, really? you think he'd be in a limo right. or something, but it looks like it's because not a cab. The
4: camera's in front of him, and there's like a
2: good deal of space between him and I'm whoever's at, recording. I'm looking at the girls in the video and I'm thinking, how do you know it's Tom Cruise? Is That's there what a sign up that says, says yeah. it says? He
4: says it himself. He's like, I'm wearing a mask. How do they know it's Yeah,
1: so a bunch of people see Tom Cruise and they, they're taking pictures and wave, and he's waving at them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that looks oh. hella comfy. He
3: looks like he's ready to go uh, try out for uh, the Winter Soldier. All oh, right. He kinda
1: yeah. looks like Winter Soldier
3: well, I
2: can't even recognize people in this building when they're wearing masks. <laughs> How do you yeah. know it's Tom Cruise? Yeah. I feel like there's a sign outside that says Tom Cruise is inside. You said it looks
1: <laughs> it looks hella comfy. What looks like yeah. the, looks, the,
2: the head... car they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It looks like it's an S- it looks like it yes. it looks like an SUV cab. Shuttle bus or something. Yeah. I oh, must be going to see tenant.
2: That's what I just said. Look
4: at that theater. It looks packed.
1: He's sitting next to somebody. Do you have any idea who that is? No. Uh, it, it doesn't look I like there's two looked...
4: spaces between him, but What and the guy? No, between him and the people to what would be his right.
1: I'm counting at least 3 maybe 4 seats but the rest of the theater I love that he's
2: cool. looking. He's like, who yeah. is that? Why The guy sitting four seats away.
1: <laughs> Which guy? This
3: guy yeah, here? Yeah, look at him. He's
2: looking at is, him. Hey, put your
3: phone away. The movie's starting.
2: Everybody, Mask everybody, on everybody's
4: like, the who time. the hell was that?
2: Yeah. I know, right? Everyone's like,
4: Winter Soldier? Everybody was looking at him like, why does this guy have like an entourage with a phone out?
3: Yeah, why are they falling around that dude that's like four foot nine?
1: <laughs>
4: Seriously. <laughs> Well, so talk about it.
1: talk about your dangerous stunts. He's going to go into space next year, but going in a movie theater during coronavirus—so
4: crazy, you guys! Congratulations are in order for Bella Thorne. The former Disney star has become the first content creator on OnlyFans to make a million dollars on her first day on the site. Ooh. A rep for the subscription. Can you tell service. me what
1: OnlyFans is?
4: So it's a subscription site where content creators can go create content and people pay a subscription service fee to see their content
1: so is it like tiktok but it's you like gotta TikTok,
4: pay for it but it's also allowing things like nudity okay in it so a lot of like influencers join it so that you can see their nudes you, I, you know and i've seen actually a
2: lot of people on OnlyFans, like the average person that are pretty upset about this why Well, because the thing is, is that if if you hypothetically have an OnlyFans and you're just the girl next door, the girl in town, you're getting slut shamed. You're getting people that'll verbally abuse you. You're getting all of these things. And... So they're being told, like, oh, it's so degrading. How dare you? What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. But then you have a celebrity like Bella Thorne who's making a million dollars in 24 hours. And people are celebrating her. And she's saying, oh, well, it's for a movie. I'm not actually doing
1: this. Well, what is Is she getting naked or
2: something? Uh, Supposedly, that's what she
4: she is. Uh, She's also very active on her profile. She responds to every DM she gets. And she's trying to get her to know her fans on a personal level. She charges $20 a month to get access.
2: Yeah, to her so, videos and photos a lot of regular OnlyFans, uh, people that are on there are upset because they're saying, you know, I risk getting abused in person. I, I am risking all of these things. And yet this person is now being celebrated in the media. For it's being not like so she's always celebrated,
4: though. Uh, Bella Thorne has been on the back end of a lot of slut shaming.
2: Did she direct some pornos or something? She
4: did. She yeah. won best director for a porno that she did, that she directed. Um, so she also gets a lot of backlash for what she does.
2: I mean, my hope would be that at least her going on there maybe will right. So she's normalize doing a, a movie
4: and she's doing the research for what are what does this platform do to its users, to the people that create content on it. Uh, the movie doesn't look like it's going to be released anytime soon, but that's what she's doing. This is for. this
1: a fairly new phenomenon? This fans only?
4: Kind of. Yeah, this pandemic kind of pushed it into the spotlight. Yeah, because a lot of people were laid off and stuff.
2: There was a story, and I can't remember. I don't know. I, I can't remember if it was local or not. But there was a woman who worked at a business, and they found her OnlyFans, and her bosses allegedly fired her because the other coworkers were looking at the page.
1: So they fired the woman.
2: Yeah, yeah. And well, she was, was saying, "Why am I getting fired when I'm doing this outside of my work hours?" And I'm not bringing it to work. Nobody knew one of the co-workers found it and started sharing it with the other employees. And then she was the one that was let go. It may have been a national story, but um, she was the one that was let go from the business. And they said because she was a distraction.
1: Are they just doing full on like, like porno stuff?
2: It depends. Some of the girls who are on it they do um, just they'll do like photography like um, nude modeling some of them do do videos Uh, some of the girls will collaborate together and they'll do things uh, like taking pictures together. Well,
1: I like when girls collaborate together. Jeez,
2: <laughs> but um, they, uh, you know, it, it's it, but it's also OnlyFans is what Hey, a lot wants of guys
1: are be. into women collaborating.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, so. but a lot of uh, a lot of people are on there, but it doesn't have to be um, sexual. I mean, um, Noemi in the group chat or in our chat just said right now, sex workers have been abused in that industry, but then this celebrity does it, and all of a sudden she's brave. So it's a little bit of a, a hard one. Like I'm hoping, I mean, good for her. I'm glad she made that money, um, but I'm hoping she takes this platform that she now has and starts interviewing actual people who are on OnlyFans and starts talking to other women who have it and kind of does figure out what is, you know, what they're dealing with because that's the problem is I, that these are everyday girls. These are the girls next door. And you have these women now who are being, Um, sent very lewd and inappropriate things or seen if they see the person in in person, they'll come at them, like the the people who are fans of their pages. And it, it makes it a very scary situation. But a lot of these women are saying, hey, you know what? We're in a pandemic and I lost my job and I'm just trying to do what I can to make ends meet. And this is a way, I mean, we've seen some of that OnlyFans money and it is a lot.
1: Okay. OnlyFans,
2: well, but it's me listening to Limp Bizkit watching wrestling. That's it.
1: I only found out that this thing existed this week because <laughs> of this story.
2: You only found out about OnlyFans this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams
0: Morning Show Podcast. We're going to take a look at what's new and
1: trending at KLAQ.com. So we're going to check that out. You can also go to BuzzAdamsShow.com if you want to, you know, specifically look at stuff the morning show's posting. Or KLAQ.com In general uh, Does anyone want to uh, Plug the They brought us I thought it was ice cream But as I'm eating it I'm not sure it is ice cream
2: <laughs> You're like What is this? Is, is this it, ice it is, cream? It's, it's social ice, ice man.
1: Okay And that mangonata mm.
2: Oh Bum. it's so good Bum
4: It is social ice Natural ice It's Delicious Okay but
1: if it's not ice cream, what is it?
3: Natural, natural
4: ice. ice. You That's natural
3: ice. Oh, let's see if we ever need Lou Holt, we'll just give uh, Joanna some some
5: ice.
2: Yeah, there we
5: go. So is P. it Catholic only in name?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, is it closer to? Oh, I'm trying to think of what those things are. Those little huts that they have.
4: A snow okay. cone? A Snow cone.
1: Yeah, is it like a snow cone?
4: Mm, kind of, I guess.
1: What do you have in Joanna?
4: The mangonada.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that the one with salt on it?
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay. Well, tahin. It's Yeah, it's tahin. Tahin and chamoy.
2: You no, know, Buzz is all salt. You, you heathen! <laughs> so get Wha- it
4: right, buddy.
1: What is tahine?
4: It's like salt. <laughs> 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 it's like a chili powder salt with chili powder.
1: You know, my dad used to make homemade ice cream. Did anybody's dad ever do that? because well,
4: sn- no, really? it doesn't
1: snow where you. Well, Brandon, it snows where you are. It, he would, it would make snow. it out of
4: snow? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he had a. a, a I, I thought it was like a common thing, but when it would snow, you'd take the snow and you'd mix it. And salt was one of the ingredients in ice cream. Are you looking up making so snow? Haven't you ever, ice
3: heard, cream? Of, haven't you ever heard of salt and straw? A, salt and straw, I believe, is the name
1: of an ice cream joint. No, I have never heard of that.
4: Snow ice cream.
1: Yeah, they used to sell your like kits that you could make homemade ice cream using snow as the main ingredient.
3: Oh, we've done that, but we, it wasn't
1: snow. Uh, like we had a homemade
3: ice cream kit, but we it didn't actually use snow. Did you ever have that Snoopy ice cream cone maker? I did.
2: No, Hell some, yeah, oh, I did. I had some
1: friends who had the 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 Snoopy ice cream snow All cone heard.
2: maker. The
3: thing was the best.
1: Did you find anything? Because I can remember my dad, he poured like some sugar and some milk and you did it. And then I think... In the snow? No, you don't put... You get the snow in this bucket. That was the thing he would make it in. Oh, that's what would
4: keep it cold?
1: No, you... I don't know. I mean, he did it out in the garage, so (laughs) it was already cold (laughs) out there.
3: You can get a Snoopy snow cone machine right
1: now for like 15 bucks.
4: One of our co-workers just got one at a thrift store in town. Oh, Did you find it on eBay or... Yeah. Snoopy snow cone machine. So delicious. Well,
1: anyway, this kind of reminds me of the, the snow ice cream that my dad would make. Which seems like a great treat, except it was always in a time of the year where it was cold enough that it was snowing. So, you know, it would have been a lot better if it was summertime. Yeah. But, and, okay, so what's the name of the company? Social Ice. Social Ice. Mm-hmm. And the treat I'm eating is called a natural ice Right.
2: Yes. Okay. I think, what flavor did you get? It should say on the cup.
1: Well, I had one of those salt ones for a couple of minutes, and <laughs> the then I wins. went. Uh, <laughs> I went for the Let coconut, coconut and cream. There, it says it right on the side.
2: Ooh, that sounds good.
1: The Mangonada's bomb.
2: Oh, Mangonada's good.
1: Did everybody get one of those? I, that's what I got was the manganata, Yeah.
2: I started with the strawberry, strawberry and cream.
1: They're part of our uh, cool-down package, which uh, is still going on. This is the TFCU Summer Cool-Down Prize Package. You can enter now. Submit a photo of yourself trying to keep cool during these hot days of August. You know, That could be spraying yourself with a hose or sticking your head in the freezer, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, enter that and submit the uh, photo. You can do it through the KLAQ mobile app, showing how you're trying to cool down this summer. And yeah here you go you could win a year's worth of social ice and you can choose natural ice shaved ice or traditional ice cream so they give you the choice of that also in the prize package a mini fridge full of ice cold drinks an industrial fan like one of the really really heavy duty uh industrial fans like those big old blowers Mm -hmm. we get here when the ac goes out yeah or the like, they had running when I had water damage to my wood floors, and yeah. they had to have those gigantic industrial fans <laughs> running. I couldn't oh, yeah. sleep. Uh, also, a fifty dollars certificate from the Crab Station Oyster Bar—that is a prize package worth well over fifteen hundred dollars, and you could win it, and it could help you cool off, and you'd get a year's supply of this of uh, this social ice. I would get the manguinada daily, daily. Oh. Well, you can uh, enter through the app or the website. So it's the KLAQ mobile app, which is free. If you don't have it already, just get it wherever you get your apps or at com. Contest ends August 31st. All right, let's uh, find out what's on our website today. Alright, uh, I'm at KLAQ.com, but most of these are morning show posts, so they're also at buzzadamshow.com. Um, let's start with, oh, Beto uh, was doing a Zoom meeting, and so it <laughs> looks like uh, somebody mooned him. Yeah, he got trolled a little bit there. Ooh. But what's funny is somebody recorded, and y- you can tell from everybody's expression, they saw the guy's butt, Yeah, including Beto, because he's trying to keep from laughing. <laughs> How does that work in a in a Zoom meeting? Anybody can get in there and pull out their their butt or whatever.
4: <laughs> and pull out their butt. <laughs> How do you pull it out?
1: You know, uh-huh. I, I I was just thinking. Now
2: I it's, go on. No, let like go.
3: If, on. If, That's why she's asking.
1: If somebody if somebody was willing to moon, they could have just as easily, you know, yank the dong out too, right?
2: Whoa! Well, you could. I mean, you shouldn't.
1: Uh, so, the reactions and, and of he everybody.
4: He sees it. He sees the butt.
1: Oh, he's. you can tell he sees it because of the expression on his face. Uh, I would play it, but I don't know if there's. A, I didn't listen close enough to find out if there's <laughs> yeah. any, any cursing or anything. But you can,
3: you can go People
1: to KLAQ.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just go to KLAQ.com. It's the, it, literally the very first post. Um, Lisa, tell us about dog adoptions because we're getting down to the last chance time for free adoptions.
2: Yeah. So right now, El Paso Animal Services they are celebrating the Clear the Shelters month right now. So you know, I've
1: gotten do- I've gotten dogs from shelters before, and usually, you know, with all the shots and everything and fees and stuff, it's usually like a hundred to one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah, you know, it, something it, like that.
2: It can get expensive, but this is really awesome. They are working with um, NBC Universal to celebrate uh, the nationwide pet adoption event called Clear the Shelters. So the entire month of August adoptions are free. Now, they are closed due to the pandemic. However, it's pretty cool what they've been doing. They've been trying to get, still get people to see the animals that are in the shelters. So they've been going on Facebook Live. So they'll bring the dogs out and it's kind of it's a nice thing, too, because you get to see how the animal actually interacts. It's better than just seeing a photo of the dog or the cat. Uh, You get to see how the dog interacts with the person who works there, um, see the kind of their personality a little bit more. Uh, So if you do see any animals that you do like, you can go ahead and adopt. But uh, if you have any want any information, you can go to EP.com. Uh, As adoptions at elpasotexas.gov dot gov, but that is only till the month of August until the end of this month. Uh, but it is the clear the shelters event, so um, go do it. There's a lot of people who've been adopting uh, during this pandemic and fostering, um, so which has really helped. But there is plenty of animals out there that still need homes. All right, you if
3: you get me down that rabbit hole, I'm gonna end up with a fourth dog. <laughs> you got three now. Yeah. Did your wife have one? Yeah, she had one. You I had, had one, one. And then we got Lucy uh last year that we found on the street.
1: Um Joanna, let's talk French fries here for a second. Ooh. Got a couple more stories I want to get to mm-hmm. while we're checking All out. Right. All of this is at KLAQ.com, so if you miss the, the link for uh the animal the pet adoptions, you could find that at KLAQ.com or BuzzAdamshow.com. So French fries, we're talking French fries
4: Yeah, well the people over at the Spruce Company Analyzed Google Trends And created a list of the most popular Fast food French fries in every state Try to guess where Texas is
3: Woo! We would hope it's Whataburger, right?
4: It is Whataburger okay. Yeah They do uh, have great fries They
1: though. got, they got re- very solid fries you
4: Absolutely I love the fries, but
2: you know what I love more? Hmm. The onion rings there
1: do they do good rings?
2: They do really good onion rings. See, mm-hmm. the honey butter is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Oh, my
3: God. We did that for breakfast this past weekend. I got uh, the honey butter uh, biscuit, the chicken biscuit. Oh.
2: You know, I just like, get extra sides of that, and then I put oh. it on bread.
1: Like 20 years ago, I would have told you hands down, fast food, uh, french fries, McDonald's had uh-huh. the absolute best. They did something. Like They, they, they changed what they cooked it in. It's not as good. It's not terrible, you have but to get they them, used like, to be fresh. the thebomb.com
2: guys. I got like a top. I got a top three <laughs> in town, and it would be like Whataburger, McDonald's, and Orange Cow. Orange Cow has some good. Oh, orange Cow does have some good. I ones. love me some Orange Cow. Yeah, you, I'll
3: always rock the uh, Chick Fil A waffle fries.
2: Have you guys been to Orange Cow yet? I love it
3: there. Nope. You haven't been Uh-oh. to Orange Cow? Is it a burger joint? <gasps> yes,
2: you should go. It's oh my! It started
3: as a truck, and then they got yeah. an actual um, brick and mortar restaurant. Huh? Yeah, it
2: started well, as I a don't food like truck. The,
1: I don't like the Orange President, so maybe I'll like the Orange Cow.
2: Yeah, it, they're <laughs> delicious. They have this great. Uh, they do like these kind of like loaded fries that they do. They have a great lunch special too. It's like four ninety nine. You get like small fry, a, a burger, burger, and a, a drink. drink.
1: All right, tell us about some other. Nearby states, New Mexico, did they go with Blake's? I assume Blake's Ugh. has a... What? You don't what like is, Blake's?
2: I You know what? I just don't think I go there enough. Because the only one that was near my house when I lived in uh, New Mexico, there was always construction on that road. So I was like, oh, <laughs> it's too much effort.
4: No, unfortunately, it's not Blake's. It's uh, McDonald's. Oh, okay. McDonald's rings in as the most favorite in every state. If, um, you,
1: if you're not old enough, I am telling you that those pre... Whatever it was, their, like, the event <laughs> where they changed their fries, but before that, the like,
2: event, the event. That's what you're gonna. Call the it happening.
1: Am I? Am I? <laughs> no, it's the, it's the Mick happening.
2: The Mick happening. <laughs> it's great.
1: The, they used to be just beyond good. Oh yeah. I think they used to cook them in, in something that was less healthy, but God, were they good.
4: Here's one that's weird. Taco Bell won six states.
1: Okay. Have Taco you, Bell has french fries? They had those, remember they
4: had those nacho <laughs> yeah, fries? Yeah, oh those nacho fries. Those are great, oh, but so I feel good. like I had to have are had they? a night of drinking to enjoy oh. them.
1: Anything else come in there? Um, What's Oklahoma's?
4: Oklahoma. I'm going to check really quick for you.
1: Because you've heard me talk about Brahms before. And Brahms makes some pretty good
4: french fries. McDonald's.
1: Fry. Okay.
4: McDonald's and Popeye's were like the top ones. I've never had the fries at Popeye's.
3: Popeye's a good french fries. I like it right? like
1: Very solid. Texas showed some state pride by picking out a <laughs> Texas. I know,
4: Whataburger, right?
1: Oh, I forgot. They're now in a Chicago company.
4: Whatever. You know who has some bomb fries? Hmm. Wingstop. Yeah, they, they do. They, like, sprinkle something yeah, on it. Yeah, they it's do. It's, like, crack or something. It's really good. I don't know. Whataburger is always them?
2: one of my favorite, too, though, but mostly because they have really great Because of that spicy ketchup.
1: All right, uh, Brandon did an experiment. If you type in on Google... El Paso is. How does Google finish that that sentence? So,
3: uh,
1: Brandon, give me some of them, and I'll I'll see if I if I know the answer to how, what Google thinks people are asking when they type in El Paso is. Well,
3: the first thing you have to do is make sure you get to the space after the is and is because if you just type in El Paso is, it automatically goes to El Paso ISD. Yeah, sure. Uh, but then once you put that space in there, then it automatically goes to the is. And you have El Paso is found in what region of Texas? Oh, this is an easy quiz. West. <laughs> I got a point there. Let's it's see if gone. I can get all of them. El Paso is in what time zone?
1: Mountain, but you can't convince people in Dallas that that's true. Because we used to set up <laughs> interviews and stuff with a company through Dallas. Uh-huh. And they, no matter how many times you said it, they could not get it through their head that we were in a different time zone yep, for them. It had to be central
3: el paso is it safe
1: yeah uh there is not a neighborhood in this city that i would be afraid of if my car broke down at night and i can't say that about many cities yeah you know there there are parts of you name it albuquerque that i i definitely would not not be comfortable if my car broke down at night nice. in that, el paso i'd like blue meth I think El Paso is completely uh, safe and one of the safest cities too. Well,
3: that was another one that popped up here. It was a little bit further down the list, but it was El Paso is the safest safest city
1: as well. Well, it's always as far as violent crime, specifically violent crime, uh, which you know has a lot more to do with safety. Uh, We're always like top top five in the country in our size category. You know, if you're talking about a town that only has 40 residents, of course, their crime rate's not going to be as high, but incomparably besides yeah, cities. Yeah, but
3: you got one violent crime there, that, that ratio. is
1: <laughs> That's roof. true. That's true.
3: Uh, next one here, El Paso is known for
1: uh, be close to Mexico, Mexican food. Uh, what else is El Paso Argaritas? known for? Yeah,
3: burritos. Remember, that originated here. I, the I mean, Franklin Mountains.
1: There was a time in my life where, Mandarin like, I had Nevada. been offered the job, mm-hmm. and I'd never been to El Paso before, and I was asking people. So people had all kinds of ideas.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, there's nothing grows there. There's no grass. Most of it turned out not to be uh, true. All right, give me another one. El Paso is a dump. Well, here's the thing.
3: <laughs> okay, El Paso's not wow. a dump.
1: But if somebody's visiting it for the first time and they're from some place where there's forests of trees and valleys of grass, upon coming to El Paso for the first time, I can see how people would think it's a dump because <laughs> in in those very heavily wooded and you know, with lots of grass mm-hmm. and stuff, the only place that that is like a desert landscape is probably the city dump. So especially like if you're flying in, you're looking around, and you're like, oh, this is the most desolate, almost like an alien planet uh-huh. type of thing. So I think that's a very uninformed kind of spur of the moment impression that people get. Also, if they're driving uh, through on I-10, they see that whole, you know, uh, Juarez thing. And, and as far as they know, that's El Paso. So they're like, wow, those are some really run-down houses in El Paso. <laughs> you know, if you didn't know any, there's nothing there telling you. We should put up a sign that flashes, "This is Mexico, not and El now Paso." We have that
4: one part of the highway that, that actually goes over, over yeah.
1: Mexico. <laughs> so, yeah, I could see some people getting a, a like a first impression of El Paso mm-hmm. that it's it's not so nice, but it's now look, we're in a desert, but there are definitely. Uh, a lot of pluses to be it in the desert smells a lot better when it's about to rain i can tell you that
2: not as much humidity not
1: there. that's you true it. yeah you know,
3: There's you a lot. A stinking humidity all right last one because we got a break here el paso is the oldest city in texas uh sure yeah i'll go along with that i
1: don't know but <laughs> why
3: not well i did look that one up that was the one that kind of kind of piqued my interest there yeah. and it's uh isleta actually Um, It's been continuously occupied since 1682 when the Tiguan uh, Indians came here um, from their Pueblo at Isleta, New Mexico. And the handbook of Texas says, with a touch of reservation, that Isleta is, quote, perhaps the oldest town in Texas, unquote. So it's not necessarily known, but it's kind of believed that it is.
0: It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast.
1: I haven't checked in on our Facebook stream, but that is going on. Throughout the show, you can find Buzz Adams Morning Show at Facebook and click on today's video and not only see what's happening in the studio, but also, uh, you know, you could join in the chat or you could just kick back and watch the freak show unfold. (laughs) Well, people are saying that the reason McDonald's fries used to be so great is because, tell me if you've ever heard this, they cooked them in beef tallow like they would include some
4: s- what beef tallow. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, like like a rendering it like a beef, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's got beef <laughs> in it though.
3: Wasn't there an issue with this because they claimed that the fries were vegan when they weren't because there's actually animal fat and then that's what kind of created this whole change to the McDonald's Ooh, french fries?
2: that sounds I, I don't know, uh, but it sounds right. strike again.
1: Wait, wait. They McDonald's changed their Delicious French fries to appease the vegan segment of their fan base. I'm not saying it happened. I'm saying that's where my memory
3: McDonald's took me.
2: McDonald's French.
3: I do remember when I went to New York. This would have been like 2008. <clears throat> that was the first time I ever really recognized. Oh my God, these French fries suck. At which place? It was. In, it was just in New York at McDonald's.
2: How long ago do you think that they changed, Buzz? Like 20, how?
3: Long- 25 years. Okay, 20 no. Years? Then
2: this is a from the VeggieBlogger.com. In 2019, they said that um, that they still contain beef fat.
1: Now, well, there's something that's not in them. A lot of Pia Sergio and TJ are saying McDonald's used to use beef tallow, but I'm talking about they haven't been as good as I remember in yeah, like 20. How much years.
2: do you believe Peta?
1: Very not much.
2: Okay, so they have. I, I don't have a
1: lot of faith in what Peta says.
2: I heard I mean, that they some say vegetarians... Eat, they say
1: eating meat is wrong, so right out of the gate.
2: <laughs> right here. PETA said, I heard that some vegetarians sued McDonald's for using beef in their French fries, who won? And it says here from uh, the McDonald's Corporation, McDonald's got into hot water with vegetarians, advertised its fries were cooked in vegetable oil, but they didn't really readily disclose that the fries were flavored with beef tallow. So they're flavored oh, with
1: that. Maybe that was it.
2: McDonald's was sued by several vegetarians and Hindus who don't eat meat for ethical and religious reasons? They issued an apology, paid 10 million to the groups. While the fries still contain beef flavoring at this time, um, we are hopeful that the lawsuit will persuade McDonald's to change it.
4: First of all, vegans, what are you doing at McDonald's? Yeah, no
1: kidding. You don't see me cutting in front of you at a salad bar, <laughs> <laughs> or telling them they need to add beef to the dressing at the salad bar. <laughs> You know what this balsamic
3: vinaigrette's missing?
1: Beef. Oh, do you know what they hit me with on the distillery challenge this week? Mm -hmm. Hamburger enthusiast. Mm -hmm. So distillery is this thing that we subscribe to. It'll tell you, like, the people that are visiting your website also visit these websites. It was explained to me, like, every time you allow cookies... They're keeping track of the kind of stuff you're into. Buzzes immediately. Like I enjoy I, cookies. I He's
4: like, yeah, I like cookies.
1: Nom 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 nom. So this one was <laughs> burger enthusiast, and I, I think my my big thing about burgers is your favorite hamburger in the world should not be from a fast food place. I mean, if you really, and I don't, I'm not a foodie by any stretch, but your favorite burger needs to be from some local hole-in-the-wall, Greasy Spoon Cafe. See, one of my favorite burgers,
3: though, it's from, like, you know, like we have Whataburger here. Like, if it was somebody uh, to enjoy Whataburger here, it's just, it's the simple standard single patty cheeseburger from Burgerville up in the Northwest. And is that it's a chain? Super, yeah, well, I mean, it's a, it's a Northwest chain, yeah, but it's still... Oh, look, they are uh, dropping off um potties For what? I don't know.
2: A hurricane? Oh, you know what? Because they're gonna shut off the water at ten a.m. today. Oh, buzz, right. go oh! to the
3: bathroom no, 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 now. I thought, no, I thought it was they um, came back no, and they said that it's night, not right? till tonight,
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, ten o'clock God, tonight.
2: Do we need that many porta potties? No, there's six.
1: Better safe than sorry, I always say.
2: Yeah, wait, it's a, there's
1: only six people working in the office <laughs> now, so it's a porta potty for everybody. Gets their <laughs> put yeah. your name on the door. So, with the burger uh, aficionado, I told this story about. My hometown diner Called Coleman's mm-hmm. This thing, this place was so popular And the town I grew up in Had like 11, 12,000 people So not a big city It had a helicopter pad Because oh. this was like 70s and 80s And the oil boom was huge okay. And you had all these like J.R. Ewing types Who would uh-huh. have private helicopters Or company helicopters Going back and forth between Tulsa and Dallas And enough people were fans of Coleman's hamburgers that they would land that these rich guys would land and go in this diner and get one of these grease bombs and that's what they were because by the time the hamburger was gone there was like a you know, a, a, a full film of grease left on the plate Yum. and these these were so amazingly good and their onion rings were out of this world